Good morning, tappers. Good morning, tappers. I'm trying to be like extra professional now, Megan. Now that we're like, we've gone viral, we got all these new listeners. Like, I'm just trying to be professional now. And now that we're saying good morning, tappers, there's actually like tappers. Like, hi, tappers. I mean, we we pre-recorded the last three episodes. So like, this is our first time speaking to our new audience. Because one of our videos, it kind of blew up and we're kind of hitting the big leaks here. One of the most recent episodes hit over 3,000 listens, which if you don't know for us, that's a big deal because we're used to our, you know, our cozy knit family of like 22 solid listeners. So after hitting 3,000, we have a lot of new tappers joining the family. Yeah. So welcome. My name is Megan. What's your name? <laughs> My name is Sean. So now we're all acquainted. <laughs> we're all acquainted. I mean, we just haven't done this in a long time, Megan. Usually, you know, we're on here two days a week, Mondays and Fridays. It's just like a routine for us. So we're not used to like introducing ourselves to these new people. So like, this is a big deal for us. Welcome, everybody. We appreciate you being here. And... um you know, for our loyal listeners, you might appreciate these new these new ones coming around, these new tappers, because they actually broke Anchor, and our Anchor ad isn't making us any more money, and we don't even know if it's playing anymore, but we're actually not making any money anymore on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get the, the ad is done. We have reached out to Anchor, and they have ended that ad for us because we have maxed out the amount of money we could make. So thank you, I guess, the, the new tappers. Yeah, so now that they're not sponsoring us anymore, it's like... Anchor was not helpful in the sponsorships. <laughs> Let's just say it was like, it's me or nothing. And if you get too popular, then we're dropping you. It's like, okay, it, Anchor, what what sense does that make? Yeah. So if you guys don't know, Anchor is the uh, podcast hosting platform we use that pushes our podcast to all of the, the different listening platforms. And one of their main things in our ad that we had with them, I'm going to get backlash for uh, talking negative, negatively. Well, I think most people know. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we we got as much money as we can from them, so we can be truthful now. <laughs> That's true. I mean, and the whole thing about Anchor was that it was easy to post your podcast. Yes, we agreed. Easy peasy, whatever. Easy to do it. But the whole thing was like Anchor was going to get us new ads. And literally, we've been doing this two years with Anchor, and we haven't got a single ad. And every time we reach out to Anchor, they say... We're working on it. Uh, it's been two years, Anchor. Where's our fucking ads? So we have a lot of new new ventures coming down the pipeline. Um, Megan, I know about you, but um, are we gonna keep? Are we gonna be one of those those YouTubers who are like, oh, we're working on a super secret project? We can't tell you guys, but I mean, let me tell you what we got things going on here, and uh, Crime on Tap is uh, on full swing, and we owe it all to our tappers. Well, Meg, uh, Megan, yeah. I want to talk about <laughs> since we're like popular we're like influencers you know we're like a micro influencer whatever they call it these days we're getting like hate comments <laughs> you want to okay. talk, touch on that <laughs> so it's like our hate comments are like i mean they're criticism but yes. it's like we aren't getting any other types there's no like supportive comments like you go girlies like love your podcast it's um you guys talk too much in the beginning and you don't talk about enough and you're also <laughs> mispronouncing victims' last names. And it's like, are you new around here? Like, we have been doing that since day one. <laughs> yeah, they probably are new. They're one of our new tappers. <laughs> yeah, so they just don't understand. I mean, we will mispronounce names. We will call John Bonet that little bitch that's been in the headlines for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't take things too seriously. So if you're looking for, like, something serious and intense – 
Like, mm-hmm. we're creme on tap. You know, we're overworked, underpaid. That is a, <laughs> a given. And we put out this podcast two times a week. I mean, what other podcaster is out there putting out their, their content twice a week these days? It's a lot of work. When you work in a nine to five, you got other things going on. Making a podcast on the side isn't easy when you're making pennies. So we're finally, I feel like, Megan, we're at a point, you know, we got our good listeners stable. We got a good close-knit family. We're growing and we're ready to expand and let our wings fly. Let let our wings fly. I've never heard that. I've never heard that one before, but let's do it. Let's try it out. No, Megan. Okay. This is the perfect analogy. The last two years, we've been in like a little baby bird egg. We've been just in this egg. We've been like pecking at the side, like trying to emerge and crack out of it. And I think at finally at this stage, you know, after the last couple of episodes have popped off, we have, we blossomed, we have erupted from this egg. We are now ready to let our wings fly and we're ready to take this thing to a whole new level. I mean, is that not the perfect analogy? Um, again, you said let our wings fly, but yes, I, I love it. It's like, did you get a degree in creative writing or did I? <laughs> well, that's why I had you make our little email template. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, everybody, we appreciate you guys being here. So for all the new listeners, this is Crime on Tap, Sean and Megan, bi-weekly podcasts about crime, uh, new things going on in the headlines. We talk about it here. Um, and also on Crime on Tap, we like to have a little drinky drinky. Our name says it all on tap. So each episode, we like to have a little drink. We encourage you to join us, whether you're drinking your morning coffee or having a little cocktail at night. Whatever you got, have a little drink with us and enjoy the rest of the episode. So, Megan, let's get into the pour before the four. I have coffee, Colombian, and a um, not sponsored um, Hearth and Home mug. Um, Joanna Gaines, right? Hearth and Home. What is? It? Oh my god, fake fan. What is it? Hearth and Hand. Hearth oh, and Hand. Hearth and Hand. <laughs> And you're coming at me for not having a creative writing degree. Okay, hearth and home. Because isn't hearth a home? So it's like home and home. Well, I'm pretty sure there's something else out there called hearth and home. And it's a 100% knockoff of hearth and hand. Okay, so I just got it confused. It's like a knockoff Uggs. Uggs, Birkenstocks, all of them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for me, Megan, what I'm drinking today is... Now, this is a drink I only have on an airplane. And I feel like everybody only drinks this on an airplane. It's orange juice... With ice. Yeah, that is strange. <laughs> like, I just remember, like, on a flight, like, they would always ask, do you want ice in your orange juice? I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll just give it, I'll give it a try. And, like, now I can only drink my orange juice with ice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know, it's like when in Rome, you know? It's like, okay, I'm on an airplane, yeah. give me that orange juice ice. Like, when in Plattsburgh, mm-hmm. do as the Plattsburghs do. Right. I was just going to reference that. <laughs> but yeah, it's so true. Like when I'm on an airplane, like I look forward to my OJ with ice. Oh, <laughs> like, that's what I look forward to. Depression. All right. So now that we have our drinks, Megan, let's zoom right into this episode because, you know, our haters are telling us that we talk a lot. So let's get right into today's episode. Yes. And also just a little um, side note, my fiance is gaming. So like we have some technical issues when he's gaming. Um, Dragonflight. <laughs> Um, just came out for WoW, so he is his ass is glued to the chair. Well, let's get into today's episode, Megan. Yep. All right, so today's episode, we want to recap on these Idaho murders because um, not only are they doing well for our stats, talking about these Idaho murders, <laughs> but it's also very interesting that we are 17 days in, well, uh, 19 days when this 
podcast goes live. Um, and we still don't have a suspect or a possible suspect or anything. We don't have a murder weapon. We have nothing. 19 days later, Megan, nothing. Are, they're just sleeping, sleeping on the job. Like, I don't under, like, I feel like it's such a gruesome murder. There has to be some accidental DNA somewhere or something. We have talked about this before. Like, it's been one of the, it's been noted as one of the most gruesome crime scenes these investigators have seen. There's got to be some kind of DNA, something going on there. Um, and nothing, nothing still. And it's like, what are they withholding from us? It's been 19 days. And an update is the college has sent the students back to school. They have noted that they're being flexible and they are allowing the students to either come back or to finish the semester online. So, you know, I feel like, you know, that's the correct response from the president of the college. But I don't know about you, Megan, but uh, my ass would be at home taking the rest of the semester off and doing the rest of it online. Like I would not be on that campus. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I would have been like, I'm one of the online girlies because I'm not about <laughs> to freaking risk my life for education. I'm sorry. But really, what do college degrees do for us anymore? <laughs> I, yeah, clearly it's not reading comprehension. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was watching some interviews from people, some of the students on campus, and some of them are like, we feel safer because there's such um, a larger amount of police force on campus now that, like, we feel safe being on campus. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but, like, I don't feel like that matters. <laughs> no, like, if someone's going to kill, they're going to kill. Like, I don't know. Police investigators have been sifting through over a thousand different tips that have come in. And they have conducted over 150 interviews so far. And there's still, again, there's no suspect, no murder weapon, no nothing. Um, but the police have come out and said something that's very confusing to me, Megan. And they've come out and are claiming that this was a targeted attack. Like they've said that in press conferences, they're coming out and saying it was, they're saying it's most likely a targeted, tar targeted attack. But Megan, they're not telling us why they think it was a targeted attack. Like, what is your receipt? What, what are you backing up this information with? You know? Yeah, like, are you just saying it so that people don't feel like there's, like, a creeper roaming? Or, yes. like, what, like, if you don't have a murder weapon, if you don't have a suspect, how would you know that? Right. I mean, I don't know what kind of thing they're trying to pull here. Maybe this is why we're 19 days in with no suspect. But they're just pulling shit out of their ass and saying there's a targeted, this was targeted, don't worry. But is that, like, one of those things that's, like, you know, they just tell us to keep us calm so we're not, like, you know, alert and, like raising a ruckus online like oh it was targeted so don't worry yeah that's that's i mean that's my theory well and i was thinking when you were saying the the 150 interviews it kind of reminds me of jack the ripper like how they mm. had no idea that they were just interviewing thousands of freaking people remember yeah. when we did that episode and it's like Okay, at that point, you have so much information. How is that helpful? Right, yeah. So I, they said there's getting a lot of information in from different students who have video and photos. So all those are coming in. Um, but it's like, I feel like we've seen all of the evidence like that is digital and none of it's helping. So why are we not getting some DNA samples done? Like that could be done in a day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, maybe it's TV has skewed, but I feel like, why maybe it's like bureaucracy and red tape or whatever and all that shit but like why mm. does everything take so long i know and especially <laughs> with the amount of like media pressure on this case it's like we're still dragging it along like come on now 
it's like this going. It's like Harley dragging ass on the carpet. Like, That's, just dragging yeah. ass. So another thing is that uh, investigators and police have come out with a proposed timeline that they have been, like, editing. So it's like, how, like, do they know what they're doing? They keep make, bringing out shit and just editing the information. So they said that it's believed that they got back around 2 a.m., and apparently there's digital evidence from their phones or whatever that proves that they got back at around 1.56 a.m. Um, and those were the two girls. Now, where things were getting fuzzy was with the who called police. So apparently, as we mentioned prior, there was two other roommates in the home. So the murders happened on the second floor and the third floor. The two surviving roommates were on the ground floor. Is that strange? Yeah, like you'd think that th- those would be the first targets. Right. So maybe it was a targeted attack. Like, I feel like if you survived the attack, you would be like in the attic. Like you'd be on like the 12th floor, you know, you wouldn't be on the ground floor where they're entering the, the building. So I thought that was strange. Um, and I mean, again, I have to talk about this because it's so strange, but the murders happened around 3 to 4 a.m., and the 911 call didn't come in until noon. Well, I bet you, because weren't they all drinking? I bet you they were sleeping. You know, they were out. Yeah. And they didn't wake up until noon, and they just found everyone dead. <laughs> well, I guess that does make sense, because if they're on the ground floor, they probably have the kitchen down there and a bathroom. So why would they go up to the second and third floor, you know? It's not like they're on the fourth floor, and they're coming down, and the murders happened on the ground floor. So I guess that does make sense as to why... They didn't know anything happened, but like, when did she still think there was like blood or something on the ground floor or on the stairs? I don't know. Yeah, because wasn't it seeping like through the foundation, like on the last yeah. floor? Right. This, the whole roommate situation, like how two people survived. I don't know. To me, that could be questionable. Um, but apparently, Megan, when the nine one one call came in, the dispatcher spoke to multiple people. So apparently, those two roommates initially called other people to come to the house because in the 911 call we hear that it was an unconscious person they believe in the father believes of one of the victims that those two roommates were texting and calling the others on the other floors and they weren't responding so that's what triggered them to go see i guess what was going on they brought other people into the house yeah i'd say suspect number one and two i would too i mean i just don't understand how they survived I don't get it. Well, and the first question they always ask on TV is like, okay, did they have any enemies? You know? Right. One of the prosecutors came out, or the prosecutor of Idaho, what is it, state prosecutor or something, said that this was most likely not drug related. So it wasn't like a drug deal gone bad or whatever, which I guess makes sense. But also, like, you have to think, like, apparently this was a party house and if they died on the second and third floor and they were in there with a knife, they've had to have been there before. They had to have known the area, the rooms. So like they must have been at one of the parties before. They knew the layout of the of the house. They knew where to go. It's like, how do you just go into a random house and know where people are staying and kill four people with a knife? It doesn't make sense. They had to have been there before. Yeah. So that's probably why they're thinking it's targeted. Are we the police? I mean, hire me. So one of the last things I have here about this whole update on this case is that the police have already ruled out multiple different people in this case. 
So the police actually have already ruled out and come out and said that they've ruled out the two surviving roommates. So they've been cleared. They have cleared out the other people in the house when the 911 call call came in. So when the roommates called the other people, those people have been ruled out. So uh, another thing is that there was apparently a person who drove the two girls home from the night out. And it's come out that that person that drove them home is actually like certified through their sorority. They, they have like a personal driver program at the sorority that you call and then you call them and then they get you home safely. So apparently that person is ruled out as well. Okay. All I'm saying is that that job would be perfect for someone who likes to murder and rape. I'm just saying. Yeah. You're <laughs> but he's been ruled out. And you're driving very intoxicated intoxicated sorority girls home at 2 a.m. I mean, now there was also a man from surveillance video from the one of the food trucks they're at. He's been ruled out. Um, and then also a man that the two girls called numerous times in the hours before their death. He's been ruled out. So those are all the people that have been ruled out. And I mean, those are like probably all of our prime suspects. <laughs> right. Uh, the, I mean, they've ruling so many people out. They're ruling anyone in like Jesus. Yeah. Right. They have recently seized the cars from the home and where we're kind of at right now is they held the vigil on Saturday or Wednesday night. And some of the family members of the deceased have even said that they're not having funerals for these uh, students yet because they want to make sure that the suspect gets caught and that the suspect isn't actually attending one of the funerals. Like, could you imagine that? Oh, yeah. Well, isn't that kind of the thing? It's like they always return to the scene of the crime to, like, see what what they've done and everything. So, if anything, I think that would be a reason to have the funerals would be to see who's there. (laughs) That's true. I mean, that could help. And, I mean, at the vigil that they held, they were also scared. I mean, it, it could happen. I don't know if it's a smart move for the murderer to do that, but... I mean, I feel like for something like this intimate, like killing four people with a knife, that's something where somebody most likely gets enjoyment out of doing it. Like Jeffrey Dahmer. Like he got literally enjoyment out of killing people. So I feel like something like that, the person is almost like sick in the head and he gets enjoyment or she gets enjoyment out of doing something like this. Like, I don't think it was just like a random thing. Like it was personal. Knife is personal. Gun is like Mm -hmm. boom, boom, pow. (laughs) You do always say that. So I guess, I mean, it does make sense. I guess I am adding to why the police think this was targeted. I mean, it was does seem like it was personal. It does seem like he knew or she knew the layout of the of the house. So, I mean, that's kind of where we're at right now, Megan. I didn't know if you had anything else to add to it. Um, but that's kind of all the updates that I got. I don't have <laughs> anything else, but... Okay, what are your thoughts? Do you think this is going to be another John Bonet Ramsey case? Like, are we not going to find out who did this? For another 20 years? Well, here's the thing. I feel like the longer it takes, the less likely they are to solve it. You know, it's like, don't they say most cases that are going to be solved are solved within the first 48 hours or something like that? Yeah. But at least they have boots on the ground. The governor of Idaho has committed a million dollars from the state's emergency fund to help uh, with the investigation. So, I mean, at least there's funding and there's been other people who have been uh, creating charities and GoFundMe's to help support finding out who the fuck did this. Yeah. So let's, we'll keep our eyes peeled and. And let our wings fly. Yeah. Let's let our wings fly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Megan, 
Moving into the next story here, what do you got for us? So we have, um, this is a little update episode. So we have an update on Gabby Petit. Gabby <gasps> Petito, if you will. Oh, Gabby Potato. <laughs> Gabby <laughs> Oh my God, respect that what the dad. To call her? Oh my God, we're going to get hate, hate comments again. <laughs> it's so insensitive. Call her Gabby Potato. I'm sorry. I mean, she's obviously not, like, she's still dead. Like, that hasn't changed. <laughs> This is involving um, the legal case. So it's like the Brian Laundry's parents are fighting every single ruling tooth and nail. So mm-hmm. it actually kind of reminded me of the Parkland shooter trial of when they were trying to get like the use of swastikas thrown out just because, oh, yeah. you know, it didn't. Because, like, it's like, oh, it doesn't really look good for our cases. Like, well, that's not really a choice. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, it, did he engrave his gun with like swastikas and shit on it? Yeah, and they're like, well, you know, we just think it'll sway the jury because it's like a, you know, it's a hate group. And she's like, well, yeah, like that's the point. Yeah. So what Brian's parents were trying to do was narrow their questioning that they can answer. So they wanted what they had their lawyer fight for was to have um, questions about details limited to the days of October 27th, 2021 to September 19th, 2021. So mm-hmm. the August 27th is the day that they believe Gabby was murdered. And then 19th is the day that her remains were found. So right. the Brian Laundry's parents wanted to only answer questions pertaining to that time period which is really convenient because then all the stuff with Brian happened after her remains were found. Yeah, right. You know, th- what they're trying to do is to not talk about how they, like, aided pretty much what we assume is that they aided him in running away. And they knew stuff they didn't report. Yeah, because I remember during the investigations, there was, like, a manhunt through, like, the Everglades of Florida to find him. And then all of a sudden, Brian's father was like, oh, he I'll help. I think he went this way. And then they went that way and he was, his body was found. Like they knew something. Well, and they had to have known something when their son returned without his fiance. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. He came back with no Gabby. Well, anyway, so judge Carol did not rule in their favor. So he said, no, you have to answer questions outside of the timeline. So another loss for them. And they, um, Brian's parents made a statement saying that they were disappointed, um, said, obviously we're disappointed that judge Carol didn't rule in our favor, but we have a great judge and he gives a lot of consideration to our argument. So I appreciate the thought he gave to our case. The depositions will go forward. And I know that Mr. Riley and I will work together to make sure that the questions that are asked are reasonable and fair. I mean, I feel like that all makes sense. I don't wonder if it was like a ploy to like, try to delay the inevitable, like, did they really think that was going to get approved? I mean, yeah, to like, oh, you can only ask questions that will um, help me. It's like, no. <laughs> well, and him saying, oh, we're going to make sure that all the questions are reasonable and fair. It's like, okay, we're going to get a rewind of the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case where his lawyer, what was her name? She she was famous oh there God. for her. Camille. Yeah. Yes, right? Camille. Camille was like, objection, 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 objection. <laughs> like, I feel like. It's like going to be anytime they say something that they don't like, it's going to be an objection and the judge is going to overrule it. <laughs> right. I like, I just can't imagine like 
their whole lives have been like flipped upside down because of this. Like they're going through all these trials. I don't know. In a sense, I feel bad because like they didn't deserve that. But I don't know. I, just I mean, don't understand why it's being dragged on and on and on. Like take, get some money. You guys, both sides got money from this. Begin grieving. Like move on. Yeah. Well, yeah. So what the trial is about is that they're suing Gabby's parents are suing Brian's parents for like withholding information that, you know. Yeah. Would have helped with the case or would have you know, been beneficial to, to Gabby and everything. So mm-hmm. it still hasn't happened. They just keep, you know, making motions and everything. So, well, yeah, I guess we'll have to plant that one right here, Megan. And we'll give you guys an update when there's more, um, you know, how much we'd love to talk about Miss Gabby potato. <laughs> I do have, speaking of off color <laughs> jokes, um, I did while I was looking up the Gabby potato thing, I saw from two weeks ago, there was this, um, controversy with a jeopardy clue (gasps) that referred to the murder of gabby petito so you know how jeopardy works where it's like they say the answer and you're like what is bing bong ding dong or whatever oh yeah yeah so um here here's the the jeopardy thing in 2021 fugitive brian laundry ended his days in florida's oh god micahachachati god okay sorry sorry that tapper that says we mispronounce everything um (laughs) creek area home to these long and toothy critters and the answer is what are alligators it's like was that necessary um that's fucked up what yeah the and so to get the to laundry <laughs> yeah right there's no other thing you could have thought of yeah that's kind of messed um, up i mean i don't know i mean i want to cause like an uproar about it but like that's kind of fucked <laughs> Um, so pretty much, um, Gabby Petito's family had no comment. They were probably like, he, 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 fuck you. Um, <laughs> but of course, Brian's parents were appalled and demanded an apology and oh Jeopardy God. was like, oh, sorry. Sorry. I don't know. Uh, why, why would that, is it CPS? Why would CPS even want to get involved? Maybe to stay relevant. So they were like, ooh, let's, you know, any publicity is good publicity or I, something, you know. I guess so. Well, I think we're going to park it right here, Megan. Just those two quick, simple updates for everybody. Um, and I mean, again, welcome the new tappers to the community. Welcome to our podcast. We are a bi-weekly podcast here on Monday and Fridays. Who knows? The sky's the limit. and We're letting our wings fly. Things might change yeah. soon. You know, we are, we're in the talks. We're having big discussions. We're hiring lawyers to review contracts. You know, Megan, there's a lot going on here. So <laughs> we're going to leave this episode here. And um, thank you guys again for listening. And be sure to follow us on all the major streaming platforms. Apple Podcasts is one of our primary ones. Spotify, mm-hmm. Breaker Breaker, Podbean, wherever you listen, we are there. Be sure to get on our Instagram, Megan. What's our Instagram? I Crime on Tap Pod. Yep, we surely update. Um, we're going to have to start <laughs> updating more. Yeah, so make sure to tell your family, foes, hoes, bros, and we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Where, Where crime, crime is always, always on, on tap. tap. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>